0: Hello, and welcome to A Bit of the Past. My name is Jesse.
1: And I'm Mario, and we would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast.
0: And as a disclaimer that, although we are not historians, these are our stories from that time period. And with that said, on with with the the show. show. Alright, welcome back to A Bit of the Past. How you doing today, Mario? Doing good, Jess. How about you? Doing good, thanks. You know, uh, another... uh, Beautiful week here in San Diego. A Little unexpected uh, sprinkles one day. Yep, but hey, we need the rain. Yep, we are. Uh, we are definitely a desert environment out here. Um, looks like it may start to rain while we record this. Um, it was in the forecast for today, Thursday, March twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Tomorrow's um, Air Max Day. So don't forget your air maxes really yeah <laughs> wow that's a new one i've never heard of that one that's <laughs> air max day all right um i won't be wearing any because i currently don't own any <laughs> but if i did i definitely would uh wear some uh they are uh probably one of my favorite shoes oh, yeah i only owned one pair but yeah that that's that's for a whole different episode we're getting ahead of ourselves um but today we're going to be talking about arcades And uh, we both have a deep history with arcades. Um, From the time we were little kids, uh, about what, 11, 12, maybe 13, 13, we would go down to Fashion Valley. Oh, yeah, all the time. And then uh, in our mid-20s, when the Street Fighter craze was going off, um, we did go to uh, the Yellow Brick Road and Sports Arena and, and also in Hazard Center. Nickel City. Nickel City, also. Um, we're we're going to get into depth, um, more in depth with those later on as we continue into this. I will have to say that researching uh, this podcast. Actually, before I get ahead of myself, let's get back to last week's episode and some corrections from last week. Let's do it. Um, I had some pretty good mistakes on it. <laughs> um, I was listening to it on the road uh, one day. And one of the mistakes that I made was I was talking about Winnie Cooper and uh, the Wonder Years when I met her, uh, her and her sister who played, I said Becky Cooper, but her real name or her name on the show was Becky Slater. And when I heard it over, I was just like slapping my head. I was just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, how could I forget that crap? But Becky Slater, uh, correction, that, that was the character and that was who I met that day. Nice. Um, let's see. Um, I said that the Chargers went to the stadium instead of saying the Super Bowl or the big game, um, which was one of my segues into how the expansion happened. Um, And when I heard that also, it was just one of those, what are you thinking? I hope that the people who are listening kind of understood what I meant by that. Um, And, you know, people make mistakes, and at the heat of the moment... uh, Yeah, I did. We could we could edit this, but for the most part, we're just shooting straight off the hip and freestyling. One one shot, one shot wonders. Um, I will say that the Clippers left in 1984. I think we may have said 86. Uh, the dunk championship for Spud Webb was in 1986. That I think I got that right. Um, the game that I was talking about, uh, I I think I said Cliff Robinson. It was the Cliff uh, Livingston um, classic. And it was a benefit that was put on for the National um, National Muscular Dystrophy Society. Right mm-hmm. on. Um, that happened in nineteen eighty eight, and I found an article about that, and it was talking how Magic Johnson was here, Michael Jordan, Spud Webb, and how they did cut the game off a little bit early to an impromptu dunk contest. So that was like props to me because sometimes you may get that mandela effect where you think that you remember something and then you read it or you see a picture of it and it's like oh shit that's totally different than what i remembered it (laughs) so props to me for getting that one right um some people may have been like listening and been like cliff robinson it's just like (laughs) get it right you, you jackass but enough about that let's move on to again the arcades um I, like I said, we, we started off in Fashion Valley. We grew up right above Fashion Valley. Um, the hills, uh, we had a pretty, two big hills to climb when we walked down there. Uh, but it was worth it. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. I remember we, we would skateboard. We went skateboarding down there. And one day, uh, one of our friends, this we would, when we went down uh, Ulrich, we would ride down on our butts, and one day our buddy r- decided this <laughs> Fucking nut. Decided to ride down standing up, and he slammed. And he slammed pretty bad. I mean, he got all scratched up. Well, who was that, Vince? Yeah, Vicente. <laughs> Vicente? Vicente, uh, props to you for being probably one of the craziest skaters uh, of our early times, ages. Sure. But... Uh, that would lead us down to Fashion Valley. And at the time, the movie theater wasn't in the center of the, of the mall. It was off to the corner. Exactly. In fact, it was the northwest corner of the mall. And it also had a, a square pan pizza. Miss it. A time out, which is the arcade that we're about to talk about. And Ferrell's. Ferrell's was that old time pizza uh, ice cream parlor. And they had the ultimate candy shop. That place. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wait, I was going there. <laughs> but they also had a couple games in there, too. So, I mean, that's gonna, That's why we're talking about them, because they had arcade games in there. Yeah, they did. And uh, if you were... You had to um, check it out if, if we were down there. Um, especially if we were kids. And we were kids that were free roaming. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we we would go i mean i'd call my mom be like hey mom i'm going down or my dad hey i'm going down to fashion valley with the guys and see you later yep they were working they were working and it's like okay well be safe but we were with our friends so it's not like we were going down there by ourselves or the chance of getting abducted they were there but i mean who, who was gonna abduct four kids with skateboards or five kids skateboards and stuff. Yeah, I think Richard Ramirez was already caught by then. Yeah, the night stalker. But he did his shit at night, so we didn't really have to worry (laughs) about anything. He wasn't the day stalker. Exactly, and he was up in the L.A., San Francisco area, I think. And that did scare the shit out of me, I remember, (laughs) back when that happened. Of course. I remember I asked my dad, like, California, you heard that? So that was pretty nuts. Do you remember going to the Town & Country Hotel? Yeah. Do you remember the arcade that they had there in the little like cabana? Mm -hmm. So actually, um, for my job, I I currently deliver bread. And I had to do a delivery there at the Town & Country. And I kind of went into the area and I totally ignored my boss the way that he told me to go. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I know where I'm going. I totally get lost. But I find my way there. But I walk by the pool. And that arcade is not there anymore, or that cabana. I mean, the, the whole pool area is just completely changed. When we were kids, we were able to just walk across the bridge, in, across there, right? walk through the tower, and boom, you were there at the pool. Yeah, at the pool. I forgot about that. And we would go and swim. Yeah. Go and swim for like 15, 20 minutes. Little ghetto kids down there swimming. For Get like, out. For like the Sandlot kids. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Sandlot kids. We'd go there, swim get out and bounce before we... We, I don't, we never got kicked out. Nah. But they had the arcade there. And I don't remember games specifically there, but I do remember just going there. And it was always empty. Um, it didn't seem like the kids that were on vacation with their parents were ever in there. Uh, but yeah, that was one of those arcades that, that had it. Um, Fashion Valley, Timeout. Now, that was, I think... If I read it right, it was owned by Sega. So they had a lot of the big max, max arcade games there. Right. Um, like Afterburner, the one where you sat in and it would twirl, it would, it would twirl around. You know, I mean, it wouldn't go full 360, but it would go up and down as you controlled the joystick. Let's see. Outrun, I think, was a game that was there. I remember seeing uh, Hang On, like the, the super bike game where you'd sit on it and it was like a bike and the, the screen was right in front of you. That was a game that I remember playing there, uh, Moonwalker, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I remember playing the game on Genesis and playing it in the arcade, and the arcade version was, was, was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed playing that. Tecmo Bowl, um, the old Nintendo game that everybody remembers, um, it wasn't like that in the arcade. It was a lot... It was a big game. It was a, I remember it had two screens. It mirrored from the bottom and the cabinet was pretty big and the way that the characters were drawn. I mean, it was like a full-on cartoon. So see, so when I saw Tecmo Bowl in the arcade, and then when I saw that it was coming to Nintendo, my expectations were <laughs> fucking astronomical. And so to, 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 and that's, that's the thing that I have a problem with as a kid that I could never understand was how they would try to port these arcade games to these home consoles, and they didn't even come close. Right. Like the be- one of the best examples is is like Pac-Man for the twenty six hundred, Donkey Kong for the twenty 20- Atari twenty six hundred. Those games are fucking crap. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo version of Donkey Kong was good. I mean, it was almost there. Um, for me, being a purist. I want the fear, the full translation of it, yeah. a complete port. That's why I'm grateful for now the PlayStation Three 4, now five. Yeah, now it's ridiculous. You know because they can emulate these these arcade games and you can get that experience. Um, the thing that you're miss or the thing that I'm missing from those is the 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 joystick. Right. Uh, I <clears throat> that's what I want is a is a full full on joystick. I do have a mini joystick that I play with. Um, It's a fighting stick for my PlayStation 4, but it's not the same as an arcade, real arcade joystick. It's not as good as the NES Advantage. The Advantage, <laughs> oh my gosh. The the Advantage, that thing, that made me a cheater. <laughs> I, mean, I, st-
1: <laughs> I remember
0: going to your house and you are just... Bam, bam! <laughs> for your playing I think Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Punch Out, Punch Out was the one game that I couldn't play on with the advantage. That okay. one I had to play with the with uh-huh. the with the small controller. But any other game, though, it was yeah. I had that joystick and I, I was like on it. So that and then I had my my Genesis. That one I had a a fighting stick for that too. Um, but the the arcade feel I've always wanted that. Oh yeah, for sure and to see, to never happen at that age was was a disappointment so like getting back to where i was coming from was moonwalker the genesis version it's pretty while it is pretty good it doesn't really compare graphic wise or musically i mean i'm not the biggest michael jackson fan but that that game has it has the classic hits of michael jackson from that time let's see one of the main reasons why i started this podcast And I wanted to include you, Mario, was because I hear them, I hear other podcasts talk about Street Fighter 1 Mm -hmm. and the pressure-sensitive stick um, controller and how they, I'm not saying all of them, but most of the podcasts I listen to, they say that they never saw it. They were either too young, it was already switched out by the time that they went and and saw it for the first time, but you and I, we experienced it. Sorry, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we experienced that. Uh, that 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 punching that pressure that pressure joystick was very unique. And I remember uh, beating the crap out of it. And <laughs> if if Ryu threw a, a fireball, it was just like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Yeah, because you didn't know like what you were. Pushing. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't know how, unless
1: you were like a pro or some, not a pro, but you know, someone that played the game a lot and
0: wasn't there. That, the that that knew. Um, which I don't remember. We were there quite often. Yeah. And that that wasn't really the most popular game, even after they switched out from the pressure pressure sensitive to the six joist or the six button configuration that it is to this day. People just... I don't remember people really playing it. Right. Um, The graphics weren't that great. It was a jumpy game. The voices... Oh, the voices were the worst. It was like this. (laughs) And, and, you know, it would just be... (laughs) Kiddo. And I remember just the kiddo part of it. Right. Whenever you lost. Like, you have a lot to learn. Try again something before me, kiddo. And uh, that game wasn't the best, but it... Was the foundation exactly, um, and then Street Fighter Two came out, and I remember seeing Street Fighter Two the first time up here in Linda Vista. Uh, Linda Vista had, I don't know if you remember it next to Safeway, there was uh, Zips. Mm-hmm. So Zips, Zips had an arcade in there. Um, I was too young, but I do remember that there was an arcade in there. Maybe went in there a couple of times with my older brother. Is um, he was probably forced to take me with him and <laughs> i was like little little kid at that time so i mean it yeah. must have been even worse than when i was like eight or nine but um yeah zips zips was there but i saw it for the first time at Minimart, right next to bank of america right and they had a row of arcade games there um do you want to uh, I mean, I remember the same thing. You like, a bunch
1: of liquor stores always have video games. Yeah. You know? Like, in at least at one, you know? Whether it be Pac-Man or Street Fighter or any type of game. Just uh, to, they're probably just getting revenue. The know
0: one know? the one right next to the library, Eddie's Liquor, what used to be Eddie's Liquor 2. Yeah. They had a, a crazy Kong, a, a clone of Donkey Kong. That was their uh, Eddie's Liquor down here over by my parent, my, mom, my grandmother's house by Linda Vista Elementary where Slappy's Garage is currently. They had an arcade briefly there. I don't remember seeing it. I remember driving by and it may have been there for like a month or two before they whipped that shit out really? because it was killing, the probably the electricity was killing them. Or something. Yeah. yeah, and plus it was no advertising. It was just a door open and it just had arcade games. It didn't say arcade or anything right. like that. That one was uh, here and there. Or here, one minute, con the next. The the Street Fighter, though, at Minute Mart... Now, I'm going to retell this story when we do the whole Street Fighter um, episode. But the first time that I saw Street Fighter 2 was in Minute Mart, walking home from school from Montgomery, going to my dad's house. And I was walking with my buddies from... Montgomery at that time and going there and walking in and just the Asian kids were already good at it. I mean, I remember seeing Guile for the first time or seeing Ryu and they were already throwing fireballs or one of them was already throwing sonic booms and flash kicks and just watching it. And just, I think I may have played one once or twice there, but I got my ass kicked there. It was just, it, it just, it was one of those games that just. No, it was like yeah, I get it. It was like a, you compete against someone. It was one of the. It was the it was first game. battling game. It was the first game that that was like that to yeah. battle like that, and um, I remember even going to school after because Ryu was so cool, and we would throw fireballs, imaginary fireballs, and play the game as little kids just battling each other exactly <laughs> imaginary but like for real so it was like capoeira but not capoeira Hadouken. and so that was that was the game that that basically i mean the first arcade that i remember going to was MPB. there was a, there was one on mission boulevard um, it's right next to um, haagen was right there it was across the street from the Denny's it's that big ass building mm-hmm. um, there used to be a haagen there and it's now the Skechers store and so if you're walking down Mission Boulevard you're walking south there's a door right there and it, it's it's like the back room for, for Skechers right now and Jessica and I just walked by there this past week or two and I told her I was like this was the entrance to the arcade and it was the classic arcade I remember. It was dark, it was loud and it was just amazing. It was just lit up and and I went with my brother and my cousin and my cousin was really good at Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And I remember just watching him play there and he made it to the to it's it's a cement factory but we called it the pie factory back then. He was the one that was good enough to make it to that level. Um, And I also, that's where I first played, I think, Dig Dug there. And Dig Dug was, Dig Dug and Donkey Kong were my two favorite games as a little kid. Of course, there were many other games that I played that I loved, but those were the two that mainly stood out to me. And then Flash, or, you know, move forward to 1990, I believe, 89. I think Street Fighter came in Came in at in it came out in eighty nine I think, maybe ninety. But when that came out, that just basically Street Fighter two came out in nineteen eighty one. Ninety one, okay, so ninety one, and that just basically changed it for me. It was like we were always, for me, I like we got Nintendo together, we played Nintendo together and. The best Christmas that I ever had, I got a Nintendo and a f- fucking brand new Steve Caballero skateboard for right. Christmas. So it was like, and, and I got the Nintendo from my dad, and when I got the skateboard from my mom, my mom told me. She's all, now, we're giving you this, so you go outside and right. skate, and you just don't do what we do now, which is basically stay indoor all day <laughs> and play video games. That's all my days off. Um, just joking, I, d- I don't play all day. Um, there were times where I did. No, I I remember coming to your house in like in the morning,
1: I'm like dude, you haven't taken a shower yet, dude.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you'd be on your NES, NES advantage advantage. Like, Let's go, dude. Let's go skate. Yeah, you guys would want to come over and skate, and I was like, no, I want to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some soda, Jess. And I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm playing games right now. Don't disturb or you know, come watch me. I'm about to make it to another level.
1: Dude, what were you playing? Zelda or Probably
0: like... Zelda or or Metroid or yeah. my, or or it might have even maybe Super Mario Bros. 3. Right. That was that was the main game that I was Ah, oh, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. That's gonna be for another episode when we talk about the NES and stuff. Uh, let's see. There was also Family Fun Center. Family Fun Center, in, Center for in, sure. In Claremont. That that was where I first played Super Mario Bros. 3. In an arcade machine, it was... Do you remember the Nintendo Play Choice 10? Yeah. Where it had 10 games? They had... I remember going in there and seeing Super Mario Bros. 3 and playing it and just being, like, blown away. Um, I played the SNES, the Super Nintendo, at Comic-Con one year before it was released here in the States. And that, that was Super Mario World, and it was, like, already set up for you to play Bowser. That was pretty cool. Those were two experiences that were that that were pretty cool to me. Boomers are it, it was family fun center then became Boomers. It's now back to being family, family fun, fun center, center yeah. again, which is pretty cool, but they had a pretty cool arcade room there. I think I don't remember really going there as we got older. No, I think that was like, yeah, I think that was something to do like when you're like junior high. Yeah, preteen, you know, like 13. Maybe. Yeah. 12, 13. Because it had everything there. Uh, I, I was never a fan of the batting cages, but I did like playing mini golf. Yeah, I play miniature golf. Um, at, in the later years, they, they put in... Bumper boats. The bumper boats, yeah. <laughs> bumper boats were cool. In the later years, they put in a Ferris wheel, I think, up in the Claremont one. Right. They also have a pretty cool go-kart track that I never drove on, but I've always watched it. And that go-kart track looks pretty cool. Yeah, I did that once. And yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Nice. Nice. Um, Mission Beach. Mission Beach had some pretty, uh, right by the roller coaster, they had that arcade there. Do you oh, remember yeah. it? <laughs> um, that one. We would go there. We would go there and play Street Fighter. We would go on, like, little missions and played Street Fighter at different places and stuff, if I recall right. And Mission Beach was one of them. A, because it was by the beach, and there were the girls were down there. Yeah, there's something to do. You know yeah, right? yeah. It wasn't our, our local arcade, which, like I said earlier, was for at least um, the second wave, I would say, the second time around of, of the arcade games, or when we were more older, right. I would say um, Hazard Center was the main one for us to go to. Yeah, they had the mo- new movie theater. The new movie theater.
1: And then they had the arcade right across.
0: Yep, which, which became a fan, uh, YMCA Fitness Center. And then it's closed, and now it's currently vacant. Right. But I I showed Jessica there. Like we went to the movies one day, and I walked out, and we were walked because we parked in the underground parking, and we walked to the door, and I was like, I walked up, and I was like, as soon as you walked in, there it was, the big Street Fighter machine. They (laughs) had. Oh yeah, it was right in front. They had the big screen with the with the um, with the controllers away, so you could. Right. So it was like a, a, it was almost like a tournament, a tournament machine, I guess you could say, because everybody could stand around and watch you instead of huddling around this this small little display uh, display. You know, you had this big old this big old. Um, yeah, it was like the movie The
1: Wizard. Do you remember the movie? Oh the yeah, Wizard? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was totally like that. Big screen. I don't know how many inches back then. But yeah, you guys are just separated, and you just go battle, and people just look, you know, just watch everything you guys were doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you. It was like the spotlight was on you, and yeah. you had to perform. And if you sucked, then it was like, oh um, man, if you got your ass kicked. Joey, Joey never. Uh, Joey was probably the best one out of us. Joey was really good. He was. And so he would stay on. Once he got on the mic, he would stay on. And it didn't really matter if he was on first player or second player side. He's still pretty much dominant, yeah. which is pretty badass. Um, I, was, I was one of those cheap guys who, if you block me, or I'd just walk up and throw you. And then you block, and I'd come up and throw you. I almost got beat. I pissed off a guy in Las Vegas one time on a, on a big on a big screen like that it was Joe and Joey was there and the guy got pissed cause I mean I just totally cheaped him hey dude it's in the game and, and that's what Joey said and the guy was a lot bigger than me and yeah. he was right he was right in the front and then Joey stepped in thank god and he's all hey man it's in the game and the guy's all, all right and he just and he the, the sad thing is Mario is that he was he had his wife and like a little baby too and he got what? so mad at me and he wanted to fight me over a fucking video game but that's how it was back in the day. Uh, yeah, it was. You know, but that was that was the arcade um, that we that we mainly hung out at. Um, one thing that I that I I was gonna go to, there was because we were at the arcade so much, either timeout because by the time that Street Fighter Two came out, it was timeout was still open, Farrell's was still open, Yellow Brick Road was open and Hazard Center, so there were three essentially places that we could hang out at in a very small radius. I mean, yes, we had to cross the freeway to get to Hazard Center, but, I mean, that compared to, you know, some other people who had... It was maybe 15, 20 miles between our caves. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we hung out there a lot, and we actually probably got to know the, the, the guys who were working there, their names and stuff. I remember one guy was telling me about a game called Fighters History, and it was supposed to be Street Fighter Part 3. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like... It was like you always heard some crazy-ass rumors about <laughs> new games coming out at the arcades and stuff. And that was one that I remember he was telling us about. And um, it actually did come out, and it was it, it was made by Data East. I was doing some research about this game. Yeah. And... Um, they actually got sued, and they had to stop production of it because it was just it was too way much. too much like Street Fighter. Like it was almost a complete. I mean, there was a thing. You can have clones, but they would always diversify a little something. They would always have the guy who threw the fireball. You know? Right. They had the beast looking. The beast looking. They always had a, a woman. Something like that. Those were the. Those were like the main tropes of of those games. Um, but this one, like I said, um, I was watching a guy, um, his name's Top Hat, um, Top Hat Gamer on YouTube. He has some pretty cool, he does, he, he, he's, he, he does a lot of fighting games. Right. And so he covered that game. And when I heard that, I was like, just snapped in my head and I was like, I remember hearing about that game. That's awesome. And so, you know, it's one of those things that I heard as a kid that actually became, came true. Um, of course, as little kids in the '80s, there was the 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 spot of all spots, Chuck E. Cheese. Right. You know, that's where you had you had the the crazy scary animatronics, but you didn't care because it was Chuck E. Cheese. Or, oh, dude, we had that everywhere. We had you know. At
1: McDonald's. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, we had <laughs> was... all the
1: scary shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but but you know, like. Those machines at at, at Chuck E. Cheese that even like after the show you the in between shows they would like flicker or, like something would like yeah. flicker <laughs> on it and be like what the hell's going on there is it gonna is the show about to start again and of course it wouldn't but they had they had games there they had the ticket the ticket dispensing games there but that was one of the first um, places that I saw like a um, uh, an arcade uh, an arcade machine built for a little kid and it was a Pac-Man machine and it was probably I don't know if you ever saw that but I mean it was like a little kid size really? yeah and it was really cool um, that was that was one of those things or it was Chuck E. Cheese was was kind of special but as it was just special and the pizza sucked <laughs> and the parents would get hammered because, oh yeah so, you'd drink beer there yeah, yeah yeah you'd be able to get get beer there or get some wine, but that that place, that was like, a, again, another place that I knew that was going to have an arcade game there when we went there. Or an arcade machine, sorry. Um, Yellow Brick Road. There were a few of them. Let's see. We have already talked about Hazard Center. There's our, our, hang, our go-to spot, which was by the Sports Arena, which is, uh, it used to be a man theater, and now it became SOMA the mm. the the concert venue but that place right there um it was tucked in in the wall or it was like right there tucked right in yeah there. yeah and and if you didn't keep and that was another one of those darkly lit it was it, it had like a blue light always in there um loud um it was it was clean though it was a really clean arcade um i remember playing street fighter alpha 2 there that was mm. that was our main game that we would go and play there we also played uh, Puzzle Fighter there. Yeah, that was like uh, the Tetris, the new Tetris. Yeah, I remember
1: Joey always whipping me up in Street Fighter. So then I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna go play Puzzle Fighter." Yep, and, and I you, started tearing people up. And
0: you're 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 the Puzzle <laughs> Fighter master. Um, my my specialty game was uh, Stalkers. Oh yeah, I, I, that was that was my go to game. So it's cool because we all had our game that we were pretty pretty good at. Um, I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, I don't have a game that I was good at. But then I was like, no, nah, I dark Darkstalkers. Oh yeah, for sure. Felicia, the 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 cat, mm-hmm. the Catwoman. She was not only was she looking sexy for a, a mm-hmm. cartoon character, which is terrible for me to say at this age. But when you're at that age, we were what in our, well, I was. We were in our twenties at that point too. So maybe it might have been a little creepy, you know. But hey. Hey, it's anime, bro. Yeah, and I mean, that game, we'll, we will talk about in another episode too when we when we go more in depth about video games, um, arcade games themselves. But that was one of those games that had um, very sexualized uh, drawings of females. Right. Uh, Morgan, Morgan, the, the she, the Seek, uh, like woman, bat, I, I think it's a Seekus. C- I forgot what the name of, or how you pronounce it but she was like she was one of my go-to uh, players on that game too because she was like basically Ken and Ryu right in one in the Dark Stalkers game Felicia was kind of she was unique um, she had kind of aspects of that were kind of similar I think to Ken and Ryu with her trick but again I'm getting ahead of, of myself let's see Dave and Busters Dave and Busters that's, that's pretty much all we got, now. Yeah. yeah, pretty much besides the besides the the Barcades, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Which which are cool. What, you know?
1: what's Coin Op and Coin
0: Op, stuff. there's Coin Op and then there's Brewski's up in Miramar. And and if I was I mean, I haven't been to either one. Yeah. But I think if I was gonna go to one, I would go to Brewski's because their games are free up there. Oh really. <laughs> yeah. So so, you know, the cheapo factor or the bargain hunter in me is is saying oh, yeah. you know hey let's have some beers and play some free games not like let's have some beers and let's spend some more money on some games right but you know i would have to go there and the 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 biggest thing that you could judge an arcade by is if they have a street fighter machine is if all the all the buttons work and the contr- and the joystick works right cuz i've gone i mean i don't know how many times you have but i've gone to play some and <laughs> Like, nope the either the, the the fierce button doesn't work one of the buttons doesn't work the joystick is all clunky and it doesn't do it's not fluid but the 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 yellow brick road in sports arena they had that was like where their repair shop was in the back okay and so I remember driving back there a few times and seeing it open and just seeing all this arcade shit right you know, and it's <laughs> just like it was a treasure trove. I wonder what happened to that um, since they closed, which has been a long time. That is now a MMA studio, I think. Something I like think that. I think it is, yeah. You know, but... Uh, yeah, it, but doing the research, again, getting back to looking up and trying to find the dates of when these places opened and closed. I mean, looking up Yellow Brick Road, it's so, it was so fucking hard to find... I, I, I could barely find anything on that. Really? Yeah, it was... it was It's frustrating. Because I want to be kind of as accurate as I can... Or kind of. I want to be as accurate as I right. can be when I'm talking about this stuff. Dude, I just
1: remember it being the... You know, like the one at UTC. Because there would always be birthday parties. You know, oh. like ice skating parties. And they had the big, um, you know, like the food court. And then I'm like, yeah, I would just go to the arcade because I didn't want to go ice skate. Dude. <laughs> UTC...
0: <laughs> All right, now let's get into UTC. Now that one, that was it. That was like, that is, if you ever want to see or think of what UTC was, watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what basically UTC was. Uh, um, but that was, that Yellow Brick Road was the granddaddy of them all. Oh, for sure. That was the one where they did have actual, when they had Street Fighter tournaments here in San Diego, That that's where they were. I was reading online somewhere, uh, or something where San Diego, I think it was on a, on a message board that that Yellow Brick Road was a test uh, test place, so a test market. So they would bring in new games, new games I and they it. would test them and see if, if they did good here, then they would distribute them to the rest of the country. Now, we didn't go to UTC that often. No. Because it was, A, out of our range, of our driving range, and, I mean, with the... What we had in our area, why would we want to go over exactly. there? Exactly. You know, I mean, if, it was... Unless there was a birthday party or something. Birthday party. But it was it was also one of the first places where I saw... Um, it was a, a tournament Street Fighter machine where it was... One... Pro, it was one... The the, the, the the controllers were on in the center. So you had your six buttons and the joystick in the center. And then on the other side was another machine and it was connected and I thought that that was one of the coolest fucking things that ever right that is pretty dope you know they had they had a deluxe um did you ever play that game On it was like um what it was was these um robot like like uh robots that would fight uh uh-huh. I don't know if you'd call them samurais but it was one of those games and it had two um Two, like, big joysticks. Like, there wasn't... There, and there were buttons on there that fire on the joysticks themselves, but they were two um, controllers. And it, to move left or right, you know, you'd have to move both of the joysticks to the left or to the right. If you wanted to go up, you'd push them up if you wanted to go down and duck. I was never good at the game. Right. But, excuse me, it was one of those games that was... I, pl- I remember playing there at um, the UTC Yellow Brick Road which I like I said I mean that one that was pretty cool it had a, a a wasn't exactly two stories but it just had another level of some games up there and then it had its main row of games um it did have a a ticket ticket dispensing machine there one of those ticket one of the ones where it's like the um if you shoot a quarter on there and then it knocks the quarters down and you oh right right yeah that was one of those games that was there Um, Getting back to Dave and Buster's, uh, Daytona USA was one of the main games that I would go there and play. Right, and that was what was cool is is that they always kept that game in good condition because that's one of those games that's pretty fucking old now. But the last time I went there, it was still in like that perfect working order. Um, It's changed a lot since when it's first, or in my opinion, it's changed a lot. I mean, they've, they have some... And what's crazy is, is the way that the games are now. Oh, that's you know, like, like the... Fi- have you ever seen the firefighting game? Yeah. That one's pretty cool. That one's pretty cool. Uh, I remember seeing the, um, the deluxe version of Star Wars, the, the new Sega version uh, on there. They had a NASCAR racing game that I thought was pretty cool. And I was like, all right, this is going to be like Daytona. And it wasn't like Daytona. Uh, it was like, okay, I played that and I was like... I prefer Daytona USA over this one. I saw a Madden um, arcade game there. And I'm not talking about like a PlayStation. Right. It was a completely like different... It was... Have you ever seen it? Mm. In the arcade? The Madden arcade? game? I have... That's where I saw it there. And and the graphics, I think, were a little bit better. Um, It was kind of like... NFL Blitz. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it, I think it was kind of similar to that. Um, it. I was drinking at the at the place, so I mean, you know, it could have been like <laughs> a fucking ten yard fight, but I would think that it looked like ten yard fight. I remember that too. But uh, yeah, so those are some of the cool games that I saw there. Uh, let's see, where else I talked about? Just all the different places, you know. Like you said earlier, um, in the early '80s. Before the video game crash of 83, you saw video, game, uh, video games everywhere, like I right. said, are uh, pretty much any liquor store. Uh, the liquor store right here that I mentioned earlier, Eddie's, they had a Miss Pac-Man machine in there and um, that went that, that, that earned some money there. They, they were uh, talking to a buddy of ours who lived over by Kearney High School. Ash in the Ashford Plaza uh-huh. the liquor store had an arc uh, had a video had a couple of games there for a while and then across the way right there in in another building, they had an actual arcade there for a little while that of course, after the crash of eighty three is that one closed down a lot of them closed down, but we were lucky to live in this city where arcades survived through the video game crash right. so you know, while while some, some of them, a lot of arcades were closing down, there were still some, there were places for us to go and play and see these new games. Um, some of the graphics, Mortal Kombat. We never, we have, I mean, it's been like, almost, who knows how long it's been in this show, but we haven't talked about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um now I wasn't. I'll, I'll admit I wasn't a big Mortal Kombat fan myself. I didn't like having to hold down the block button. Mm-hmm. I was just so used to holding it back in Street Fighter. So yeah. I remember seeing that block button and playing it and getting my ass kicked. I was like, "This game sucks." But I, I played it. Don't get me wrong. I did play it, and I, I liked Scorpion myself. Sub Zero was one of my guys too. Never was able to do the um, the fatalities.
1: <laughs> the the babalities. All of all of the. <laughs>
0: Part two, that, yeah. that started in part two. And I will say that part two is way fucking better oh, than Part yeah. one.: Oh, yeah. And I think that part two, in my opinion, is I mean, besides the new ones, the new ones are, are pretty, oh, pretty They're, they're the pretty chance. awesome. But I will say that as far as arcade, I prefer two over three. Even, and, and ultimate three where they because I guess when part three came out, it was pretty buggy. And some some player or some some of the of the um, characters had advantages over the other ones. Right. And then so they, they redid it and then it came back out as Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, and that kind of balanced the game out. Uh, when I saw that, I just remember seeing Part Three, and I was just like, I like Part Two the best, and I will I'm just gonna say that that Part Two is my favorite of those, and like. Like, I didn't understand, like, at the end when you won and it would bring up all these little logos and stuff, like, you know, you would win and it would say, like, player one wins or fatality and then it would have, like, MK2 and then it had, like, the dragon and then some three symbols would come up. Right. Or, like, um, I think in part three is where you would be able to input codes before the game started and if you did, it would make some changes to the game, like. Shit, I don't remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, that those games. Those games were pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, Primal Rage. That was one of those those games that was part of the Street Fight in that that genre. Um, that was also at um, that was at Yellow Brick Road in uh, Hazard Center. Is the Primal Rage? What about Tekken? Tekken. Tekken. Um, shit, I remember playing Tekken. Do you remember where you played in the arcade? I'm trying
1: to think. I, I know I played it on like PlayStation or whatever.
0: Yeah. You know because I think it came with it. Like I forget, but it came with Ridge Racer, I think. Yeah. But Tekken, Tekken was one of the games that you had because you got like three or four games with your first PlayStation if right. I recall right. I think it was what WrestleMania, Tekken, and Ridge Racer. Yeah. And so, that the PlayStation just changed the whole the whole game. But uh, I did play uh, Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter was another game that we played in the arcade. Um, part 2 was better. And I don't remember really where I played that either, but I remember playing that one. I think that might have been also um, at the Hazard Center because, like I said, that was our main, main hangout was the Hazard Center. Uh, um, Hazard Center Yellow Brick Road. Do you remember going to the the uh, Del Mar fair and, oh, of and and they had they had a couple of arcade mm-hmm. tents.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember they had, that.
0: they had one in the main in the main where all the rides were but then they had one that was closer to like the ex- ex- exhibit halls. Yeah, like I think that's where like now if they still do it they advertise
1: like Toyota trucks or something.
0: Yeah. It was like that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um the first my mom had a business briefly, and a couple of years we went to she she would sell at the Del Mar Fair, and I would go with her and I think, did you ever go with me to 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 do that I'm not sure what what was it? where she would sell the the shopping bags, the canvas bags in, in I might that. have so so right there, I remember every year it was like kind of like the same it was like. There was a a foot long, a foot long hot dog stand right outside of that hall. And then there was like a little dancing stage. And then right after that, that's where the arcade okay. games were. And that's when also the first year when Street Fighter Two came out. I remember just that was the place. It was like, okay, cause going to the fair, i I mean, we were there from jeez, oh yeah, like seven and I mean, I, I think we would be there from like seven in the morning till, like, maybe my dad would come pick me up. Mm. Or, or if... I mean, the latest we would leave is, like, 8, 8.30, because I think it closed at that point. And so I had to stay with her the whole day, which was kind of... I mean, it is what it is, but, I mean, as a kid... Yeah. You know, if you had if you had something to distract you... And there was a lot of things to distract you. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like it was, like, you're just watching paint dry or something. right? You know, there was a lot of things to do. But... I knew that Street Fighter was there, and I was like, "Okay, I don't have a problem. Yeah, let's go to the let's go to the fair. I'll go and work this year. This Why year not? with you." Yeah. Um, I took a. I. I. I'm pretty sure Joey went with me um, once, and that was like I think the year that Street Fighter came out, and we would go to that arcade tent. Um, did you ever beat Street Fighter? Did I ever beat Street Fighter? Um, In the arcade? I no, so. heck, no. I don't think, maybe, but I doubt it. I don't remember. <laughs> Joey, 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 Joey beat it a couple of, with a couple of different players, I think. I think I may have done it like once or twice with uh, Chun-Li. Yeah. chun or Ryu. I think I did it with Ryu. Um, but that, that was, that was the thing. Nowadays, I could watch, you know, if someone beat the game, it was pretty cool. Because yeah, you see need, the end credits. You see the endings and stuff nowadays? You could watch all of that stuff on YouTube, which I which I do sometimes. Yeah. Like, when I get nostalgic and I want to watch, like, I'd go through and watch all the fatalities, babalities from mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, right. the friendships and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I've watched it in front of Jessica, and she was like, friendship, friendship. <laughs> she said she would stay that after, too. That is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the good old days, you know? Uh, we talked about Nickel City. But we didn't really talk about Nickel City. You know, uh, there were three different locations. There was one in Claremont right by Boomers. Yep. That one, I will say that uh, I tried... Um, when I was in high school, there was this girl that I liked. <laughs> and I, I actually... I didn't drive at the time. I know you know this, but the world doesn't know this. Our, my friends know that I didn't drive at this time. But um, I, I got a buddy of mine to, to take me and this girl... And because we didn't really have much to, many places to go to. I mean, I guess, I guess you know. And she was only she was a year younger than us, but I mean, this is we were before being eighteen, so it's not like we could have gone to TJ and drank. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that at that point. I mean, and if I was, I didn't have a license, so I couldn't go down there anyways. But um, I had this. Girl who agree- agreed to go out on a date with me, and where did I take her? Nickel City. <laughs> How romantic, right? <laughs> but, I mean, that's all I could think of. I was like, yeah, let's go play some video games. Should have took her to the park and smoked some reefer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my friend would have liked that. But.
1: No, yeah, Nickel City, I remember going there, and I remember playing um, mostly Mortal
0: Kombat and Street Fighter. Yeah. The the thing about Nickel City was is that they had a combination. Not only did they have the new games, but they had a lot of the old games right. too. Like they had a sit down version of um, Star Wars, I think, at the Nickel City in Claremont. Then there was the one in Mara Mesa. That was the one that I remember. That was like the main one because our buddy lived Joey, who we spoke about earlier. He lived up. His parents lived up in Palway. And so that was kind of like a halfway point for us to meet. And so we would go and we would go play at Nickel City there, or at Claremont. Um, Let's see. Then there was the one on Mission Gorge. Do you remember that one? I don't think so. That one is where I think San Diego Brewery is now. Okay. And uh, it used to be, I think, it was a strip joint before that in the early '80s, a male strip joint called the the Main Attraction. (laughs) Nice. you know, that was something that, like, my parents somehow would talk about. Or that would be, exactly. like, a joke. That would be a joke is, like, the main attraction. <laughs> like, Chippendales, the San Diego version of Chippendales and shit. Magic Mike. <laughs> now, I don't know if it it was in that, that mall, but right. I know that for sure. That the main attraction was in this little mall that I'm talking about. Um, but that place, again, th- that one was a really dark dark building and only the sunlight it seemed like only the, the the natural light that was coming in was the only thing that would keep uh keep it was just dark and that was the natural light that was it you know um besides the arcade the lights from the from the games and stuff I didn't go to that one that often I think that was cause I think what it may have been like 250 to get in mm. something like that um but I just remember doing going there and just like being there maybe for a half hour or or like yeah half hour and not getting my money's worth and that was that's when I kind of knew that it was that point of okay I've kind of outgrown this right yeah. um, which but in my mind I guess I outgrew wanting to pay two fifty to play games for five cents. <laughs> Because I do, I do, I miss them. I miss arcades. I wish that there was ones like they were, like the old Yellow Brick Road. Well, yeah, it's like I said, it was something
1: to do. You know what I mean? Like now, I mean, of course, we love our gaming consoles. But back then, it was something to do, you know? <laughs> Drive somewhere, you know, get something to eat, whatever.
0: You would get out of the house. Yeah. You'd get out of the house, and it, it was... Video games were kind of special because they weren't always full, especially even even when Street Fighter was popular. Like even at the movie theaters, it would it would get full after the movie was over, but the you know people would play about three or four games and they would leave and then they would empty back out again. Um, you get people that would cycle in that played Street Fighter and you get those that little battle going with the Street Fighter crew, but it was it was more of a. A geek thing. I mean, I... I I, I think it's... Did I miss, like...
1: It's, like, you know, com, camaraderie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like, you go put your two quarters...
0: Yeah. I'm next. <laughs> yep. Like, standing in line, and we're gonna see... I'm gonna see what I could do against you, and, you know, sometimes you, you get up there, and you either get your ass kicked, or, like, if... if I remember if I was playing someone good, um, if I got... If I beat them for a first round, my adrenaline started rushing. Oh, of course. And, and, like, you know, like or uh you know or I'd kind of get giddy like if I was almost gonna beat them and, and like I was up two rounds and they were pretty good I'd just be like getting giddy in my in my and my joystick movement may get little, it would get a little bit off but yeah you're right but it was just just it was it was just different it was you know to be a a, a an arc I, I don't know what you would call them an, ar- an arcade head <laughs> you know I mean I'll def- I mean uh, if, if if we're coining a phrase right now then we're coining a phrase <laughs> I'm gonna start it you know arcade head and <laughs> nice. I was you know you have your sneaker heads and I was I was an arcade head patent pending <laughs> um, but yeah I mean look at look at how long we've talked about arcades and yeah there this is the past and and at, kids aren't going to be able they the, they can go when, of course when they're 21 they could go experience a barcade but to experience what we experienced as kids it's i mean i don't see it ever happening again
1: No, not unless someone wanted to build like something nostalgic you know
0: yeah yeah and there are places there are places out there but they're not in San Diego right. you know uh, which is which is a bummer um, because they're uh, shit, I, I'll, 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 I'll throw, I mean, I, free is good, but, I mean, I'll throw down a quarter, my wife, Oh why yeah, know, know. Uh, uh, get a roll of quarters, $10 roll of quarters, and just have at it, um, I remember as a kid, uh, $5 would last me about 5 minutes, if <laughs> if not sooner, because the game, A, the games are so fucking hard, yeah, um, some of the games that were out there, they were meant to, that's what they were called, you know, quarter munchers, um, one, one, one place that we didn't talk about was Round Table Pizza. I was just thinking about that. You know? Uh, Jackie and Patrick Dean's quarters. <laughs> My younger brother. Um, I had a birthday party, and they had a Pac-Man machine there. Mm-hmm. And um, we, I think we all got, like, I got $5. You probably, you got, you know, you had your, your money for your mom, but my little brother Pat, who was about ten years younger than me, he got money and he would put in his money into the to the machine and then he would run away. And what did we do? We we're like, "All right, let's play." <laughs> so thanks, Pat, for those free games on my birthday that yep. one year. Shout out to Patrick Dean. You know, um, it's funny because uh, Roundtable is that was a kind of a big impact on my life. Uh, oh yeah. Also, because the one in PB. Um, which is now Woodstock's Pizza. But when that first opened, my mom was playing with my aunt and their good friend. They all played uh, in a women's soccer league. Right. right? And so either after a game or after a practice, like, we didn't have a choice, you know. Yeah, I don't remember the exact age that we were, but it was the early 80s. And... It had to be before eighty six, so I mean, my cousins, my brother was maximum fourteen, fifteen. We were like ten, ten, eleven. So, but I mean, I ha- I was gonna get dragged around no matter what yeah. because I mean, of my age, they, my cousin and my brother, they could have probably at that point been like, no, we don't want to go. Right. But we would all get dragged out there. It was ag complete agony for those hour and a half or <laughs> however long those practices were. But after that. <laughs> I mean, I'm such a brat, goddamn. But <laughs> after that, we would go to round table. Let's go get some beers at round table. Get beer, get pizza, beer, wine, and pizza, and and soda for us. And there would be the one in in PB that that round table. They had a bump and jump there. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool. They had a Mr. Dews Castle there too, also, which was a pretty cool game. I don't know if you ever played Mr. Dews Castle, but that was. That was a pretty cool game. It was after Mr. Do, which was Mr. Do was kind of like a Dig Dug clone, where uh, monsters would chase after you, and they would be able to dig through, and you had a little ball that you could shoot. But the Mr. Do's castle was completely different than that. Like right. you, it was a pla- you, you climbed up these ladders, and you'd have to hit these these blocks down, and you were actually. The monsters were like unicorns. They had horns coming out the fucking head. It was it was a crazy ass game. I mean, just many many of the arcade games that came out back in the eighties and they were they, they just had the most crazy concepts. You know. Oh yeah. Joust. I mean, who 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 would have thunk about playing a game of of joust? You know, of riding an ostrich and, and trying to kill people like that. <laughs> Dude, what was that one game, and it was kind
1: of like a monster game, but you're just, like, circling around, and you're just, like, killing everything. It's like it's not ghouls and goblins, but it was similar. Like, you're in a square, and, like, I don't know if you're in a castle or something, and you're just trying to kill everything. Or,
0: or, or is it, I it's think... It's not ghosts and goblins. I think you're talking about Zookeeper. Maybe. Because Zookeeper, what you're doing is, is that the animals would get out, and you're building brick a brick wall around them the whole time. Okay. And um, you and and like you have to jump over the, the animals because if you touch them, they would kill you. Um, but then, at the top of the um, the top of the screen underneath your scoreboard was a little like meter that would count down. It was like a timer. And at one point, uh, there would be a net. And it, it was you'd go around in the square, <laughs> and you would just keep on building bricks. And the animals were, were powerful enough that they could break through these bricks and get out, and these were some pretty tough animals to break through some fucking bricks, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that was Zookeeper. That was a pretty cool game. Um, I remember playing that at, at a um, at a movie theater, the movie theater that's uh, in Mission Valley. Um, I looked up the name. I think it was called uh, S- Valley Cinema, and. Um, I was reading up on it, and it was started off originally as just a two screen theater, and then it multiplied into a fourplex. Now it's a doggy daycare center. now. <laughs> um, I was reading up on the architecture on it and all this crazy shit. That's dope. It was like a, um, yeah, it was it was the. Uh, they had like it was the opening was a pretty big deal I guess back in the sixties I believe is when it opened, um, but yeah they had some arcade games there too. Um I could go on and on about this shit. Oh yeah, dude. Um Cinema 21 in uh Mission Valley where the condos are now. Do you remember that that yep. movie theater? Yep. Um that one had an arcade machine in there. Um that place is long gone like I said. There're condos there now. Um Yeah, that's for us There may have been some other arcades around the city wasn't just Linda Vista and PB and where where we talked about today, sports arena area. But this was our our journey and this was what we experienced and we were lucky to have as much as we had in the zone that we had. Oh yeah. You know, within walking distance. Um again like I said earlier in the show. Uh, if you walk down the Fashion Valley and when we walked home that was that that, that hill going up Limbrook Hill was not fun. Nope. It wasn't. And it sounded like we had
1: um cell phones be we like hey can we get picked up or an Uber or something. Yeah. And yeah. We just tough it
0: out. You had to tough it out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what What was funny is is that the canyon, because th- there was the park that was right by your house, and we would. Did you did did we did you ever did you did we ever go up the canyon way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was like that was a shortcut, believe it or not, <laughs> climbing up. End a- up in the park. Yeah, and and end up in the park, and we still had a little bit more more to walk. Right. right? But you know that was but that was the times. Um, yeah, you're right. It would be a lot easier nowadays. Uh-huh. As we got older, I will say. Um, you know um i was when I was hanging out with Joey and we would go to the arcades um we would we would usually finish up in the evening eight o'clock nine yeah. o'clock and uh that's when we actually he he would call his parents and his parents would were cool enough to pick him up right once in a while once in a while, I would call my dad and he would come pick me up, but most of the time it was like, "Nope, walk home," and we'd walk <laughs> home at that night at night, no less you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, do you have anything else to add?
1: Nope, I just got a shout out to Sam for um, giving us that um, Mike Tyson
0: code, um, <laughs> Mike Tyson's punch out. You know, yep, we're going to talk about that in a later episode also, the video game. We'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about Nintendo, how's that? Yep, nice. All right, and I think on that note, it's time to say goodbye and thank you for joining us. On a bit of the past.